What's going on, everybody? What it do, baby? It's your boy Dubell. It's your boy TG. It's your boy Jordan. Yeah, buddy. Let me go hit this sti- this timer. This timer, because we're trying to be done before one, so we can get out of y'all's hair and watch some football. All right. Some Broski. Jordan, lead us the way, bro. What are we finna do, bro? So today we're gonna be talking some fantasy football. Uh, we're gonna start off with our buy and sell. All right, I wanted to see what your all's take was on Zeke Elliott. Buy or sell? Let, let me back up real quick for like two seconds. I just wanted to give everybody the format of the show. Oh, okay. I probably should have told you to do that yeah. <laughs> um, so you knew what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, we're actually going to try out a new format uh, today, y'all. We actually got like, like check this out. Look, we're trying to be like a little bit more organized and like more professional, professional and shit. Um, yep. So we got like, you know, topics and our goal pretty much are really, we were trying to start off a lot early, earlier, but me and Daryl are always late. Um <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, man. So basically, we're gonna try to do. Their goal is to get on by like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Go live before the football games. I should probably turn that off. Um, and basically, that way we can kind of let y'all know, you know, what our fantasy football advice slash our opinions are for the day. Kind of help you guys get your lineup set before the games start. Uh, we want to give you guys some injury updates, mm-hmm. weather, just pretty much everything, right? Um, and then obviously we'll talk about you know the games going on, our predictions. But this pretty much our new format. Um, so everybody that follows just everything that we do as a crew, TDP is going to be every Wednesday. So Wednesdays we go live. Obviously, we set the, we set the podcast out like, you know, probably Thursday, Friday, depending on how long it takes me to edit. And then Sundays is going to be, yeah, this is going to be us every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? TDS football. So we're going to see, uh, or TDS sports. But yeah, anyways, man, not to ramble. I'm like running out of breath and shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we only got like an hour. Let's go. Yeah, here. let's go anyways. But that's what I want to do. Just introduce the new show and stuff like that. But yeah, man, let's get started, bro. Buy and sell. Go ahead, Jordan. What we got? Buy and sell. Zeke Elliott. What are you guys doing? I'll go ahead and start it because I yeah, actually, I yeah, as a, I'm actually the Zeke um, owner, uh, like as far as he's <laughs> on my team, you know what I mean? So obviously I drafted Zeke number four overall in the draft this year. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I think I'm, I'm in trouble. Right now, when it so? comes to him, yeah, because I, I'm me and Jordan have been kind of throwing a trade around for him all year. Well, I wouldn't say all year, but probably actually, yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's been trying to get, yeah, him. Trying to get Zeke. Him, I try and get yeah, him. it's just because he's obviously Still a big, believe. Yeah, he's a big he's a big Cowboys fan, big Zeke believer. So am I, man. As far as Zeke, not a huge Cowboys fan, but I do like Zeke. I've always liked watching him play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think right now I haven't traded him yet because. I'm still curious on what he can do the rest of the season. Now, he does have a really tough schedule moving forward. Um, I almost traded him this week to Jordan because, obviously, the last two weeks he's had no Dak. I think it's what, been two or three weeks since without Dak, right? Weeks, yeah. um, and it's looked bad. You know, defenses are stacking the box. Um, this guy, Danucci was out there the other week. And when I mean Zeke was open all day underneath, like Zeke could have easily had a 20-point fantasy game mm-hmm. without a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but done just, it before. But that's what these fucking quarterbacks that he's had – Buddy, it's not looking good. So, what I would say right now, I, I wouldn't even call it a buy and sell. Right now, for me, it's a hold on Zeke until after this week, because I think our trade deadline, our trade deadline is this week, right? Uh, November fourteenth. Okay, so we got yeah this week yeah. coming up. Um, so for me, y'all, if you're a Zeke owner, I would say now with this new kid, you know, was them Gilbert, mm-hmm. then Dalton's coming back. If it was me, I would hold for one more week, see what he does. Um, so yeah, um, I would say right now I'm a I'm a I'm a sell on Zeke right now. So sell, but I might sell him in one more week. You know what wait I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm a wait and see. Yeah, but yeah, bro. I'll wait to see what happens this week. Man, Zeke is is a wild card right now, man. Just because of, of the quarterback situation, um, I was just looking here in his uh, like playoffs for us is like very soon, right? So I'm just looking at his matchups right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of red, so it's like um, yeah. No, he's got some t- tough matchups. Very and, tough and defense, also, man. That's, go ahead, I'll finish. And also within within the last like two games, he's he went up against some pretty good defenses, mm-hmm. and he's getting the touches. Mm-hmm. Right, so as so as um as a player in fantasy or whatever like that, um, so now you pretty much have to choose who, what are you gonna get back for Zeke? Right, you're gonna get um a caliber a running back in this exact same caliber as Zeke, or maybe just a notch um a couple of steps behind Zeke. Or anything like that, because like with Zeke, any given game, man, he can give you three touchdowns, mm-hmm. rush for rush for 150 yards, and receive and receive 80 yards mm-hmm. a game, right? So it's like in the last like couple of games, he's he's done okay, but he he can do better. We all know Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. So I I feel like he's also getting accustomed to um, not having the best O line 
of football anymore and also um um losing Dak Prescott uh, Dak Prescott also so he's pretty much managing what he has as, mm-hmm. as quarterback right now right so if I was if I had Zeke I would I would stash him I would stash him because of the caliber he is the caliber player that he is but if you can get so since you're a buy on like if you could get Zeke yeah you would buy him if I could I would but if I had Zeke I would keep mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna trade him just because um it, it's fucking Zeke man mm-hmm. uh, he he can do some things like most running backs can't I yeah, I, right? I, I agree and depends on obviously your situation really like I think. If you're middle of the pack right now and your outlook isn't looking that great moving forward, mm. I think you actually would – I would sell Zeke in the fact that in my head he's still a first-round caliber talent. Mm-hmm. So he's still a guy that I feel you can get at least a RB2 for and maybe a wide receiver too as well, like a two-for-one little package that could boost your team to the next level, mm. right? And also allow, let's say it's a guy in first place or someone that's high up in the standings that has yeah. him to would trade him away in that fact, right? So – I, I think that at that point, they when they if he was to make that trade, it would make your team better because I feel still feel like you get a certain caliber player for Z. However, there might be people that have the same outlook as Tony because that's my outlook, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I would buy Zeke right now uh, if anyone's trying to sell him for the reason. I still think he has a good outlook, and I think in Tony's perspective of a team, he kind of needs a couple of pieces. Mm-hmm. So I think it works in that way. However, if you ha- if I have him on my team and I'm in first, mm-hmm. do I wanna do I wanna sell him myself? Mm-hmm. No. I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't sell. Him. Is that coming from a yeah. Cowboys fan? Yes. Or just no? Uh, it's coming from a fan. It's coming <laughs> yeah. from a fan. It's, but it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a both. Yeah. But it's in a fantasy perspective. He's a he's a kind of running back that can fall for fifteen points. Yes. You know what I mean? In a yes. PPR league, he's the kind of running back that yeah, he has a couple mm-hmm. of bad games, but even in bad matchups. He still is the volume guy. Right, They're yeah. trying to figure out the quarterback situation. So, yeah, his volume isn't exactly there. And obviously the line isn't helping him out in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But he's still a running back that I don't think needs the best O-line in the league to mm-hmm. succeed. 100%. I, still, I just think he needs that the, helps. the but proper he needs a quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he, he needs the quarterback. And that's what I was going to say. He needs the proper situation of a quarterback in there that can actually make things happen. Right. Right. So and, and if the O-line maybe gave the quarterback a little bit more time, he would maybe be more involved in the pass game. They maybe, mm-hmm. but I still think scheme wise, they need to scheme more towards Zeke than what they've been doing. Absolutely, as, a, as an offense. And if, yeah. if they mm-hmm. do that, Zeke's outlook still to me is is high. Yeah, bro, that's that's where I'm at though, man. Like, and this is what for me as a, as the Zeke owner in fantasy right now, that's what has me kind of panicking though, mm-hmm. because you have Danucci in there, right, bro? Danucci threw the ball forty times. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why would you do that's that when saying. you have a guy that's never scheme. played a snap in the because NFL? I think they're trying to see what they can have out of Danucci. But you but don't, s- <sighs> bro. That's like trying to throw a baby on the floor and be like, "Walk." I agree. I hundred percent agree. With that. That's what I'm saying. The way they're going about it isn't in his favor to figure out no. these quarterbacks. In mm-hmm. my eyes, yeah, bro. You know? But that's what I'm saying. So this is what I mean, though. Like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Mark McCarthy, historically speaking, hasn't been a great coach for 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 running backs historically. He's always a he's a quarterbacks type of coach. Yeah. They throw the ball a lot. I feel like back when you know Mike McCarthy was the coach for the Packers, mm-hmm. you wanted to be the Aaron Rodgers owner yes. and his receivers, yes. never his running backs. If anything, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but I could have swore Mike McCarthy was a very running back by committee type mm-hmm. offense when he was in Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. So this is another thing that has me panicking about being a Zeke owner because now he already to me doesn't seem to lean towards a running back. He has a fucking brand new quarterback named Danucci, who's a seventh rounder. Who you told me actually, the only reason he got drafted because I think Mike McCarthy knows somebody that. I think his brother coached him in. in there you in go. Basketball, yeah. so if you watch this guy play, yeah. he shouldn't have been drafted. He yeah. was only drafted because it's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He could. He was literally to me. He's one of those guys that didn't get drafted. He could have signed him as a free agent. Yeah. Um. So that's who you had started. That's who you had to throw the ball forty times. And dude, they started off with the Wildcat. They look good. They got in field goal range, feeding Zeke on that very first drive. Then you got Pollard out there doing the same thing. And then, for whatever reason, the very next drive coming out, they start, you know, same thing. They ran the ball two or three times. They got positive yardage. And then mm-hmm. third down, it was like third and three, very manageable. Yep. They drop back and throw it. Or not even think. I think it was like a second and three. They drop back and throw it. And I don't know what the fuck Danucci was doing, but he just sat there. Mm-hmm. He just sat there. He gets sacked, fumbled. Didn't look good, bro. You see what I'm bro. saying? So this is why I'm, like, very, very close to but, pulling the trigger on Zeke. And just to finish my, like, you know, fantasy analysis the reason i would trade zeke right now because it's not about i wouldn't trade him for the upside 
I would trade him because I think his floor is getting worse. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather trade him for somebody who's going to give me a better floor week to week versus like a possible boom. Because, of course, Zeke could boom with the best of them. But right now, I think his floor is fucking getting lower and lower and lower as... Be- and, and because of the coaching, and then and maybe until Dalton comes back, or hopefully this kid playing this week. Uh, Dalton didn't look great either. But at least he's a quarterback in the NFL that knows what he yeah, knows what to expect a bit at least. Yes, but he's, he didn't look great. So yeah, so I don't know, man. Uh, so for everybody out there, if you're watching now, when eventually you do watch it, let us know what your comments are. Let us know what you sorry comment on what you guys think about. You know, would you trade for Zeke? Mm-hmm. If you're a Zeke owner, what would you do? Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out there that's like getting ready to pull the trigger on a trade. Yeah. For depth. No, they're, they're you know definitely I mean? not. I think he's one of the top trade topics right now. People yeah. saying, do you buy, sell, what do you do with him? Right. right. And uh, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to see your all take on how things were. Right? What you, yeah. What you guys thought. It's Obviously, tough. I know where your head's at in that way, but you haven't, we've been talking for like two weeks and you still haven't pulled the trigger. Well, we've so. thought about, I've thought about, me and you've been talking about trading yeah. Zeke since like week three. Yeah. No, you know I know, I mean? but like since like, but really now, talking, what? like you've been really like contemplating giving me true. a, but you still haven't pulled the trigger. I've sent no, you that's true. multiple trades. Been sitting there, and I thought they were good trains. And they were good. So now, what do you they want back? Good. So what do you want to return for Zeke? Again, I would need a running back for sure, but a running back that at least give me a decent floor. I'm obviously not looking for a fucking you know at the time when you had him Aaron Jones, or obviously I know I can't get Dalvin Cook for him, but at least somebody then give me ten points, mm-hmm. ten points and up. Mm-hmm. Like I need a floor play. Then obviously a wide receiver back because I'm not going to give my fourth round draft pick and for fucking nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. You know what I mean? I don't know, man, but um, let's keep, let's move forward, though. Who else we got on a buy and sell? So, what are you feeling, bro? Lamar Jackson. He yeah. Hasn't had the same I am also outlook. a Lamar Jackson owner. He Jeez. hasn't had the same fantasy outlook as you know everyone thought he would have. I mean, he's had some tough matchups, but what you, where's your head at with him? Again, we'll start with you. You do have him. Okay. In, in my head, if I can sell Lamar, you can sell him on the fact that he can run. He's still a running back. And depending on what you can get for him, Reigning I'm in MVP. sell mode with him because I still feel like there's quarterbacks out there that can give you the same points as Lamar Jackson can, and I feel like you can still get key pieces by trading them. But yeah, um, what's your thing? Same thing, bro. My thing with Lamar Jackson is I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson. I love mm-hmm. watching him play. Um, I think he, there is flaws to his game. We yep. talk, we debate this all the time. Mm-hmm. Actually, when we talk about his actual ability to throw the ball, yep. I think he's very. Um, he needs a lot of work there. And and this is the thing about Lamar Jackson. We might not ever see it because that's just who he is. Like Cam Newton. We knew what Cam Newton's flaws were in the passing game. A lot of people thought, oh, eventually he can develop. But this is to a point where you're at this level. This is who he is. So you got to live with it. And you got to live and die with it, yep. basically. Yep. And I think that's where Lamar is. And I'm not saying that he's not going to get gradually better because obviously Cam Newton's a better passer now mm-hmm. than he was fucking, you know, his rookie year, right? Even though he did come in slinging it his rookie year, man. I mean, he was pretty he fucking amazing. Good. No, I know. I know, man. But you <laughs> got to understand, good, he's had no fucking weapons. I mean, not everybody can do what Tom Brady has no, done. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady can win with no weapons. That's what makes him so scary this season is that he's got weapons. A lot of them. But we'll but definitely we'll go. To that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that there. for sure. Go ahead, bro. What do you want to say? Yeah, I was just saying uh, in terms of Lamar Jackson, um, like you guys alluded to earlier, he hasn't had the weapons uh, for a young player. For a young player in the league, not having... The, um, the caliber of weapons that most quarterbacks like uh, Mahomes, the luxury of having uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, or even um, Herb, um, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. These guys has Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, you know, like all these young young quarterbacks, they have yep. weapons. Um, even homeboy Kyler Murray has uh, D Hop. You know, yep. I mean, one of the best receivers in the, yep. in the league. And then, yeah, then the Lamar Jackson, because he's such an elusive runner, we expect him to be. The playmaker on the offense, mm-hmm. the playmaker on the offensive end. So um, we kind of overlook everything else, right? Him not having enough enough help on the outside. We have uh, Marquise Brown. Okay, but who they just get, bro? They just got the X, baby. They, get, they just got my boy Dez Bryant. So um, I think Dez Bryant that signing. Uh, I'm not saying it's uh, it, it, it's going to change the um, the outlook on on, uh, on Lamar Jackson, but it's going to help him at least. Um, in the red zone, mm-hmm. so now he has multiple targets. Now he has, yep. so now he has Des Bryant, he has uh, Mark yep. Andrews, Ivy Marcus Brown doing whatever he does back there. You know what I'm saying? And also him, and also on Lamar himself. Mm-hmm. Now he's that red zone threat, mm-hmm. All right? So and with me, um, as the season progresses, I'll I'll be a buy on Lamar, man. I'll be a buy because uh he's starting he's slowly, but the team is slowly t- um, starting to get together around him, right? But uh, um I was just looking at the stats, man. This guy is averaging um just under 20 yards a game throwing. Yeah, man. As a quarterback in this in 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 the era that we're in right now, 
that can happen. But that, that's such a step back from last. It year. is a step it, back. It, it is. Like, step like, back. He was the top His quarterback whole in the league mm-hmm. by yeah, like his, almost what sixty seventy by a long back. shot. Yeah, hundred percent. To Dak Prescott was mm-hmm. second. I think Lamar finished with like over four and. 20 fantasy points and Dak had like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Yeah. I think, you know, you know what mm-hmm. it is with Lamar is obviously the coaching staff um, was obviously there. I think they're trying not to get him hurt. So he's been instructed and at the plays they're calling it for him not to run. Mm-hmm. If you remember last year, bro, he obviously tore the league up, but these were designed run plays until Tennessee. That's what I'm saying. I well, that but that that he laid down the blue. Actually, no, the Patriots actually laid I don't down the think blueprint so. I don't, how I don't, to contain Lamar. I don't agree with a blueprint. I think it was them not playing in a month. I think they came out rusty, and I think they also underestimated Tennessee because I don't think Tennessee did anything special, man. That game, they're, it was just Lamar. Hint, yeah, it was Lamar Jackson had a bad game. Mm-hmm. He threw like I think three picks, was missing every throw, and also if you go back and look at the tape of that game, bro, I they dropped so many passes. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, yeah, like you said, Derrick Henry fucking ran him over. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did anything special. They didn't spy him they didn't do anything dude it was just a bad game overall for that whole team in my humble opinion it was was a bad game you know what i'm saying but this is the thing with lamar this is why i'm not going to sell lamar as a lamar owner now if the right trade comes if the right trade comes for anyone you would sell but this is the thing though players that may be locked this is the thing about lamar for me though he's he's a fantastic floor play though you know what i'm saying like i know for sure even on the worst game like even this week he's going against like i think top five ranked defense in indianapolis I still think he scores twenty fantasy points I or more. A guy that's gonna put up like like, a, like nine, nine points. points. That's no, what no, I'm saying. You're right. You're right there, he's gonna get me twenty. Right. You know? He's he's gonna get. And this is the thing too, bro. This is why I don't I don't mind starting Lamar in tough matchups because if the pass isn't there, mm-hmm. he's electric enough to go run for a hundred yards. Or even if you get sixty and a touchdown on the ground, bro, that's six. That's twelve fantasy yeah. points. He gets 200 yards in a touchdown. Next thing you know, he's got 25 fantasy no, points. Sure. And that's an ugly football that's game for a quarterback. That's why, I'm, that's why I love Kyler Murray. Because that, right. he has yeah. what Lamar Jackson needs. Around he was, he's Lamar Jackson last year. Yeah, there was a stat, you know that, I mean? saw, yes. there was a stat that I saw, I think it was last night, that Lamar Jackson, he's like one in six in big games or big defenses. Yeah, that's, that's, that's then, yeah, he's bad right now. He's like 23 and nine. Oh, oh, no, 23 and two against... Everyone else, when yeah. You have right? no so pieces it's, on offense. You that's can't true. go up against a top defense. That is very mm-hmm. correct. So that's and they they're they're gonna scheme you. They're gonna spy you, and they have some quick linebackers out there. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's tough to do that. Yeah, because the defense doesn't have to try to lock down. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. A, 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 let's say a DK Metcalf right. on the other side. Right. Uh, a Tyler Lockett right. on the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. You just have Lamar to worry about. And mm-hmm. as much as as good as let's say Marquise Brown is, he's not DK Lockett. No. No, you know what I mean. The only one. That's what I'm like saying. Sneed, we all we were all talking about Sneed last week. We kind of talked a shit a little bit. He did, but it was all just short these, slants, yeah, just nothing crazy. That's and, what I'm saying. And that's because that's all they were giving. That's that what I'm saying. Was like we're gonna we're gonna cover Lamar. Yep. We're gonna cover Marquise Brown. Beat us with your arm. Take, uh, they, they can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. However many times they want yeah. the next minute yardage and go over top to Sneed. Obviously, I think they allowed it to happen a little bit too much last week. However. They got the job done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, bro. But even, so, but even with that being said, Lamar, his next couple of matchups, man, these are against some stout defenses. Man, you have um, the Patriots coming up next, Titans, Steelers, and then it gets a little bit easier for him in December. Yeah, yeah. It starts off with the Cowboys and, yep. then, and then the Browns. So it's like um, tough defenses so, for sure. But I'm not scared though, no. because it's again Lamar Jackson, man. I I, I almost I almost feel like the more competitive the game is, mm-hmm. the higher fantasy points he's going to score because i know there's a few games this season i think there was one or two games where he scored under 20 points but they blew that fucking team out he didn't have to do anything no i know i know you know what i mean i his best game i think was one of their tightest ones they had this season he scored like almost 30 fantasy points but he had like because he had to make things happen that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying same thing with pittsburgh last last week he had a good fantasy i think scored about 25 fantasy Mm -hmm. points for me 28 28 or something like that just under 30 in a very tight football game. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need them to be in competitive matchups. Yep. I think that's the thing with Kyler Murray right now is that as good as they've been, and that was actually a sleeper Super Bowl pick for me, um, they've also been in very competitive games. So Kyler has to be the guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So It's because that defense isn't that good. That's what I mean. Yep. Like, they can make some plays, but you're right. They're not that good. They'll no. give up some points, yeah, right? They give up points, and I feel like the offense actually, like, if that offense isn't that good, they don't win games. That's what like, I mean. Look at last week. Obviously, the offense didn't play that good against Seattle. Was it last week or the mm-hmm. year before? And, but they came back and won that they game. They won that game against Seattle, back. man. They, it was crazy. It was crazy. That was but a crazy-ass like game. That high, like, you know, Seattle was up. They're like, okay, we'll try and control this game. And then, like, Arizona's offense is too good. To They're so explosive. Down. Yes, you know, Seattle should have kept on the gas, kept on the gas. Kept, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, I know it's a sports, um, like sportsmanship type yeah. thing. However, 
it was bro, it was a tough one, bro. Like yeah, it was it was tough for sure, man. It was tough for sure. So that yeah, that's where I'm at with Lamar, man. We never got your Lamar take. I guess, well, I guess what we were talking though, right? Uh, like, would you? Off, no, I started, I started you'd buy him though, or you'd uh, sell him? Uh, if I, if I had him right now, like you said, anything for the right trade, it would have to be. It would have to take the right trade for me to sell Lamar. Jackson. Yeah, hundred percent. So we're all like, I think on the yeah. same page about yeah, Lamar. Yeah. You hold like, them. Like we all, you, you hold them. Like for example, me and Tony almost made a trade. We did, and this was like what a couple weeks back when before. Zeke's last two week mm-hmm. outlook, and it was Montgomery. Oh, was it Montgomery? Yeah, because I just had got him. Montgomery and Kyler Murray for um, Zeke and Lamar. I feel and, like there was a third plan there. We were trading right receiver too. We were just basically doing a whole yeah, roster flip. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was it was close, but uh, I didn't want to give up Kyler because I got DeAndre Hopkins anyway. We'll yeah. Get, uh, we'll talk about that another day. Definitely, Let's bro. Let's go to our next one. I'm kind of gonna combine combine these two here because time purposes as well. Evans and Godwin. Mm, same it's a team. great combine. A- yeah. AB just got there. Yeah. You know, Brady and Gronk are starting to connect and make their thing happen. Fournette's kind of coming into form. Yeah. What do you do with these two receivers? You know, they're top caliber receivers. I think most people would have taken them second, end of second, early third uh, t- type receivers. And now their outlook is a lot, in my head, is worse. And I'm, tr- I'm kind of trying to sell Godwin for that reason, as I do have him in the league. He has Evans. Mm, yep. What do you guys think about? What do you guys? What's your take on that outlook? It's, oh, tough, it's man. tough, man. Go ahead, Derek. Get us started, bro. Just because, yeah, because I, you said me and you are the Evans and Godwin owners, man. Um, it, from the outside looking in, because I don't own any of those players. But in terms of Tom Brady, I'm looking at Tom Brady. I'm not looking at the receivers because with Tom Brady, on, on any given Sunday, it's a different. It's a it's a it's a different co-star with mm-hmm. him, right? So you have Tom Brady who's a star, and then the co-star could uh, one game one game could be, um, ground for like two. End zone targets, and then, or it could be either or um, the other wide receivers who are getting those um, looks um, in the end zone, mm-hmm. right? So um, with with that um, Tampa Bay um, receiving core, man, I, I am I'm selling. I'm selling. Just You're selling the whole core. I'm se- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm no, joking. Like, just, just trying to stay away. Yeah. I'm He's selling. selling the whole He's like, fuck I'm, I'm them, selling man. because yeah. if, if you go. It's if, not a bad take, if, though. If, if you're going week by week, um, it's it's a, it's just going to be a, from the history of Tom Brady. Agree. From the history yeah. of Tom Brady, it's never, you've never had one receiver unless, no. unless it's like Randy Moss. The only one I think that you keep is Gronk. Gronk and. Or the running backs. For me, coming crazy, I'm going to say it's Gronk and AB because I feel. Uh, personally, I believe Tom Brady and AB they're gonna have better um, chemistry on the he field. Signed there for a reason. Okay, because just remember last year when out um I think AB I think played one game with um, the Pats. Yeah. First game, um, one touchdown. Yeah. Right. I think it was um was was just a goal. Tom round. Brady likes those guys. He knows mm-hmm. he can just toss can the just ball take, up and, and get make it. things happen. Yeah. And, and AB's that guy. And AB's that guy. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if he still is, mm-hmm. but I think he still got mm-hmm. it. I think he still got it. I, Especially, um, I think it was last week what he was. He, I kept on hitting Miller mm-hmm. or Hill or whatever his name was. Miller, Scott yeah, was Scotty Scotty Miller. Miller. Just kept he on likes hitting. Those little and I, guys, man. Now imagine that was AB getting those touches. AB would at least be able to make two, three of those guys miss. Mm-hmm. This is what's scary though, bro. Is that those targets aren't going to be AB. It's going to be Chris Godwin getting those under because he's a slot guy, right? Yeah. But but other than AB, so AB, imagine AB, AB over the to top, yeah. buddy. It's scary. It's <sighs> scary, man. Think? Now, Tony, let me get your take, and I got another question after. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, bro. No, I want you to take. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, man, I'm – ah, uh, fuck, man. It's, it's tough because I'm in the same boat, man. I think what makes fucking this whole situation scary is the off-the-field facts that we have so far. Yep. And that is that Antonio Brown – um, and Tom Brady, if number one, are good friends, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I didn't know that. And I guess it makes sense why he went to, to New England. But they're really good friends. And I think they both read the football field the exact same. Like as far as the way a receiver and a quarterback have a unspoken word to each other, mm-hmm. uh, they have that. And I do just check this out. I, like I looked the Moss at this. and Brady kind yes. of connection? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So I checked this stat the other day, bro. Check this out, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio Brown, that one game play for the Patriots. Bro, he played. 25 snaps and he had 60 something yards and a touchdown in 25 snaps and if you look at the touchdown he scored it was a back shoulder throw beautiful throw man you would think these guys have been doing it all season Mm -hmm. they had no time to practice besides a couple days when he got signed and he hit him with a back shoulder fucking throw in the corner of the end zone that i'm like yo that's fucking crazy so imagine if they actually had time Mm mm-hmm so not to ramble, man. So now, obviously, Tom Brady and they—they they both, I think, read the football field the same way. Antonio Brown is amazing, man. I hope he's 
getting on the right track because he was on his way to be fucking well, one he, of the greatest. He still has his court date coming up. That's what I'm saying, right? Um, there, but we'll see. What Tom happens. Brady yeah, uh, moved Antonio Brown in with him. Yep. To try to help him stay clean, stay, stay straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so he lives with him in Tampa, and now signs with Tampa. And the crazy thing was, um, when the first, you know, the whole thing with Antonio Brown was trying to come around. The ownership and the coach was like, no, we don't want Antonio Brown. We don't want him. We don't need him. We have plenty of weapons. Yep. Tom Brady comes in and says, no, man, I want Antonio Brown. Put Antonio Brown in my like, – put him as my responsibility. Yep. Lives with him. Coach and says, hey, cool, if, if your six-time world champion wants this fucking wide receiver, you go get that wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So now – Well, they, they signed him also with – the idea, or he signed there with the idea that he's going to have some type of control on certain aspects of the offense. Absolutely. Well, of the team. Right. So that was part of his, There you go. You know, yeah. So now he gets Antonio Brown. And uh, yeah, man, I, I'm right there with you. I think it will become the Antonio Brown number one yep. in the pecking order. Yep. I think he will dominate the rest of the season moving forward. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Evans and... Pent, bearing his court date. Well, yeah, well, right. Yeah, Barring course. that, I'm talking about just football yeah, yeah, yeah. and fantasy football. I think yeah. Evans and Godwin will still be pretty good. Yeah. I still think there are a lot of better options that's probably available than what's available on your waiver wire. But I think for for me and you, the the Evans and Godwin owner, I think it's going to be hard for us to because I know for sure two of them are going to have really good games. We just don't know which one is going to ha- which one of the two. Well, that was that's my, what you know what I mean. Next question. So my next question was in the buy and sell. Yeah, we sell them all, but. Who would you rather keep? Like, who do you think has the better fantasy outlook the rest of the season out of the two, Evans and Godwin? Obviously, because you're talking about AB and Brady yes. having that connection. We know yes. Brock and Brady have that connection. Out of these two, who loses more value? That's a tough question, <sighs> man. Go ahead, bro. It's tough, man. Mm-hmm. Well, that's tough, man. Uh, that's a very tough question. For me, just to jump in real quick, because yeah. like, I'm ready for the answer, like my answer, I think – Outside of see, this is the thing about Evans because I own Evans, right? Evans, bro, is the like the number one targeted fucking wide receiver in the red zone, and he's had a pretty shit season when it comes to yards and targets. Mm-hmm. But I think he's like top five or yep. top three in touchdowns. Yep. And look, every week because I was looking at his scoring for me, mm-hmm. and every week he hasn't killed it on the targets. Maybe one week I think it was one week he had like over ten, but there was no Godwin or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's had he's averaged about I think the last three four weeks five to seven targets. 60-something yards, but he fucking gets a touchdown. Yeah. And he goes from 12 fantasy points or 11 fantasy points to fucking 18 or 17. Bust. He's boomer That's bust what I mean. He's boomer bust. Without a touchdown. Now. I think if you're, gonna, if you're a floor player, because I know for me, I know you play very like boom, mm. but I think that's why your team's so good. Mm-hmm. And that's why if you notice even your team last, like you scored 160-something points, but you had two guys put yeah. up 80. Yeah. I'm a floor type play. And you guys can see on the way I've built my roster, I'm a floor player. Mm-hmm. I think for me, if I had to choose, I think the better floor is Chris Godwin. Yep. For sure. Because yeah. you know for sure he's going to get like 10 targets a game because he's the slot guy underneath. See, I don't know if you know that for sure anymore. I mean, at least I, at least I would think. Like what I, what I feel is that I think Evans may actually have the better outlook because A.B. is the same kind of receiver as Godwin. Right? So if A.B. Right. starts to take You're over right. in that area and he starts looking his way in the red zone. To jump in. Start... So who's the deep threat now? A.B.? Is it AB? AB's the deep threat. Yeah. If he's still got that speed. Because Godwin too, Hold man. Hold on. I, wanna, I should, let me, let me rewind. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. If AB is still the AB we knew, yeah. he's that guy. Mm-hmm. He's the deep threat. He's this. Godwin's young. Okay. So, I mean, he could be the, still be, the, you know, out there and making plays happen. If But if AB is that guy we know, I think AB's the deep threat. I think AB takes over more of a role for Godwin. Uh, I think you know, come red zone time, AB is is a threat in the red zone. We all know that because of his route running, and he can jump for that ball. And not to mention Brady and him are on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then Evans is just a huge red zone target in general. Then you got Gronk. I just think come red zone, Godwin gets phased out as well. I mean, he maybe yes. he gets those little you know slot yeah, routes he, over the middle. Yeah, you're right. He may get the odd touchdown. I just think when it comes down to it, the type of receivers that they have, AB and Godwin, are too similar. That I think Godwin has the the, the worst end of the stick. Ah, that's I, my outlook. I'm siding with Tony on, on this one. Uh, just I Godwin's, hope I'm wrong because I got Godwin. Yeah, yeah, I hope sure. I'm wrong. But Evans is very prone. <laughs> Godwin's proven yes. prone this year. Evans is very prone. So I mean, one goes down, everyone's outlook mm-hmm. goes up. You know what I mean? So I, I, I still, 
I still might hold yeah. him for that reason that Evans does get injured often and early. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't think any receiver gets phased out from that offense. I feel like that offense is so high powered. Tom Brady is gonna, Tom Brady is gonna feed every single person. But you think? That Isn't it gonna, funny I how they've become the Cowboys of the season? Because remember, the Cowboys were supposed to be that first time yeah, in a long time three receivers can get a yeah, thousand yards. Yeah, it's now the, you, the, it's now them, man. But you think that that. Uh, each one of these guys are going to have that every week or it's going to be on and off every week. Like I think one week it's going to be A.B. Next week it could be Evans. Next week it could be Godwin. But I just think, you know, when it, when it comes, all comes down to it, Godwin, Godwin has the least. But that's, the thing, but that's the thing. They're playing with a world-class quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Actually, the best quarterback to ever play the game. I so agree, he's, a, but he's able um, to get the ball where it needs to be, right? So it doesn't really matter who's on the field, what defenses that, he, that, that that they're throwing at him. He's able to read the defenses and get the ball to where he, he, he wants to get it. You were saying to sell them. Hmm? Yeah, I, for me, I would sell them, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't get any. But I just trust from Tom Brady. But in terms of those players um, from, from my team, from my fantasy team, I don't, I don't want them on my team. Just because I don't, I, just because I don't, I don't trust the certainty of them getting me right. um, that dub that I need that week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but in terms of um, the team itself, just looking at just as a football team, um, I, I just look at the Cowboys for, for for example when Dak was when Dak was in, bro, you had Ceedee Lamb giving me minimum fifteen points a game. You had Amari Cooper mm. giving you. 17 to 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gallup here, here giving nine to ten. So it's like even and, more sometimes. Yeah, bro. You know like Gallup so, so, had a couple big games. He scored 20. And then and now you throw. Bro, and, Dak was electric, man. That yeah, was a tough injury. Very electric. Man. So now you oh, have still, still top one of the top mm, factors. Fucking. And then crazy. now you have these three electric receivers, and then you have um one, one arguably one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game on I uh, in the exact throw, yeah man. In, in, probably in, number in, two in to Tony offense. Gonzalez for sure. So so I believe that um it, it, it all depends on what you need for your team. Yeah, no, right? I, I so got it's you, like, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of these guys were second mm-hmm. early late second, early third rounders. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them. And there are a lot of people's, you know, wide receiver twos, wide receiver ones. Mm-hmm. And for them, that hurts them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the value you can get for them, I feel like everyone has that same a- outlook. Obviously, I feel like people are going to wait till after this game, mm-hmm. after this week, right? But fantasy, a lot of trade deadlines are this week, come November yeah. 14th. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very soon. Yep. Is that enough time for you to be like, okay, yeah, they're worth going to get? Even if they have a big game this week, even if Evans and Godwin outplay AB this week, it's AB's first game back, mm-hmm. is that enough time? To go and be like, yeah, let's let's buy these guys. Not to mention, if they have huge games, they're gonna they're gonna be so high. One percent, right? yeah, bro. So it's gonna be. I think it's tough for that. Yeah, it's tough for sure, man. I think everyone that has them, you and me, are hoping that they have huge games. This yeah, week. for sure, man. Right? I mean, I think for me, like, uh, man, I'm literally I've, as we we've been talking, I've literally switched DJ Chark. And Evans back and forth on who I'm Drop starting. DJ Chark. No, I'm not dropping <laughs> DJ Chark. Are you kidding me? It's still DJ Chark, man. That's, um, okay, yeah. so let's go to that next. Yeah. Let's get to DJ Chark next, and we'll get to our stardom sit-ems because yeah. we about, have about half hour left. Yeah. Uh, we, know, we know everyone wants to get back to football, and so yeah. do we, right? So DJ Chark. Yeah. Buy or sell? Well, I bought him basically <laughs> for free. So I, I was a buy for DJ Chark. I think he was... Dude, the funny thing is, man, before Minshew broke his thumb, and the mm-hmm. fucking thing is, fantasy owners and and all of us, we didn't know he didn't have, we didn't know he had a broken thumb till two three weeks later, mm-hmm. and we were wondering like, what the fuck happened with Minshew and Chark? Like, what? Why is there a connection out there? Why? Why is he missing him all the time? But then on the other side too, Chark was been dropping a lot of passes. Like, they started off really good, mm-hmm. and then went down the fucking dumps. Um, so for me, I pretty much got him as like a. The, the guy I traded with to get him was pretty much about to drop him because he needed the space on his team after the trade we did. So I was like, buddy, like, don't drop him. Just throw him in our trade. So I basically got him for free. Um, so for me, if if you if you have a, a roster spot and you want to throw one of those 50-50, like, we don't know what can happen yet, I would buy DJ Chark for dirt cheap because you can buy him probably for nothing right now. You can probably buy him for, like um, – for a, a, a really cheap, you know, running back. You can probably buy him for, you know, maybe a, a Beasley or something because you don't need Beasley. You know a what I mean? A Kleenex. You know what I'm saying? But I the mean, upside, people, though, people, on DJ Chark, I think is still, you know, top he's, top he's 20. He's a receiver, but that, I, I, me, I'm not touching anyone on Jacksonville. 100%. Don't offer me no trade. I have James Robinson, and I'm a big fan of James Robinson. I told you how many times I told you I wouldn't touch James Robinson either. Buddy, James Robinson has been solid. I don't care. I don't want anyone on that team. I don't care if there's one player to have on that team. I don't want him. If I had James (laughs) Robinson, he would be off my team. I would have traded him by now. Good pickup. 
But I would have traded him by now because, honestly, I just don't want anyone on that team. Uh, to me, that team is bad. I don't want anyone on the Jets either. I really don't. Yeah. Like, you know, there's certain there's certain players Maybe on certain Maybe just Crowder, teams. but that's it. I don't even want Crowder. Like, he can go He's put up really 15 good. points a game. I don't want him. I don't want to... I don't want to take that risk that there's better players out there. There's better players in better positions out there, in my opinion. I just no one hundred. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you, Jordan. Uh, in terms of that Jacksonville offense, it's it's a no for me, dog. But Broskis, remember I mentioned Minshew broke his thumb, right? But even or he tore if, ligaments, whatever. His pr- thumb prior, prior to him breaking his thumb, JJ Shark has only had one good game, maybe like so, three. Like just, I looked at his numbers. Just it's one. Decent, he he bro. had one good game for 29 points, and that was it. That was against uh, Cincinnati. Look, bro. Look, 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 bros, bros, bros. There's a new quarterback <laughs> this week. There's a new quarterback this week. All right. There's no quarterback. We this don't know. We don't know. I don't know who he is either. But he's had two weeks to prepare because yeah, they had okay. a bye week last week. That's fantastic. And they've had all this week. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like they had the Cowboys as like Danucci starting off, last week. No, dude, Danucci. <laughs> they dude, had no choice. As much bro. as I've been talking shit, bro. No yeah, choice, bro. That guy had no time to prepare. It was like, yo, you're starting tomorrow. Like, <laughs> and the he Cowboys had, had no yeah, choice, yeah, yeah, fucking, you know what I mean? Mm. But look, bro, to me, this is why I think DJ Shark, just buy him cheap because you can literally get him right out for nothing and throw him on your bench. I'm actually starting him like an idiot this week, but fuck it. Over Evans. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, now when I say it out loud, I need to switch that. But look, switch that. <laughs> this is the thing, yo. Buy him cheap. We don't know what he's going to do with this new quarterback. Like, bro, you never did this quarterback? Dude, as long as he, let's just say he targets him like fucking 12, 13 times. And yeah, it's probably going to be some really ugly shit going on. But if he targets him 12 to 15 times and he catches six of those for like, you know, 80 and a touchdown, I'll take that all day, bro. But if that happens, even he can target him as much as he wants, but he's got to get the ball there. Like That's Danucci, what I'm saying. Like, Danucci had... Like what Gallup had targets. Gallup had a good fantasy game. He's the only one that had a good fantasy saying, game that game. He scored like almost twenty fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. I know he played well. I didn't know he scored that many. Bro, he had like eighteen points. But like my point is, is like this guy still has to get the ball there. You don't know who the fuck this guy is. You're gonna I know, him. no, you're. I know you're right. But that's the one difference, though, as far as just fundamentally speaking. Where you got to understand the risk that I'm taking is that Jacksonville, as bad as they've been, they still have a better O line than the Cowboys. I guess I'm who am I? Talking? You see what I'm saying? Cooper. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. They got this Gilbert kid who might not even have time to throw. He played in the AAF. And he looked good. And no, but he played in the NFL. Maybe we saw yeah, some NFL on tape on him. Browns back practice squad. Oh. Um, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So, he had, okay. Any, either way. But see what I'm saying? I just feel like, look, same thing we saw with, like, who's a similar – dude, you know who it could be? Like, you know who, who Chark could be this year? Like, the second half of the season could be, like, what Drake Jay Crowder was before he got hurt the first five games of the season. Dude, Jay Crowder was balling because, like, there was nothing in New York. Mm-hmm. Like – Dude, New York is so bad that, dude, Crowder was getting, like, fucking 15 to 20 targets a game yeah. and scoring fantasy points. That's who I think DJ Chart could be just this second so bad, half of this. Good. Yes. Because, no, they're receiver. so Don't bad, and they're going to play bro. from behind so much he that how do you receiver. not throw it to your best receiver on the field? He is a good receiver. I'll give him that. I just don't want like any no one on that offense I would not touch. I just wouldn't do it. I would sell him. If I had him, I'd be selling him. If I'm you, I'm selling him. Who, I who am I gonna sell him to? Anyone though? who you wants see to buy him. I, mean? I would have bought him so, last. I would have bought him last season. Put him on the block when the Gardner Minshew um, um, craze was going on. But now there's no craze and it's just football now. All right, mm. so there's no hype. Um, yeah, that team. So it's like uh, I'm staying away from. Uh, How from, could you hype up that team? Well, there's nothing the to stash, hype bro. for sure, man. I know, but other than him, that's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> yeah. no hype. But that's man. the thing. That's the I thing. feel so you, man. The stash is done. It's gone. That's too bad. I liked him, man. I like watching him play. He was like Fitzpatrick light. Nah, so I mean, I'm, I'm a sell on Chark. Yeah. I'm a full sell on Chark. I'm, I'm a buy for cheap for I'm everybody out there. Low, buy him, buy low, him cheap. Nah, put him on your I, bench. I, I, I wouldn't buy him cheap, man. He's got some great matchups, though. Just looking forward just to finish the Chark, you guys. Like, another reason why I would buy him cheap if you could. Ooh. Dude, look at his schedule. Dude, his schedule's primo, man. Mm-hmm. He's got a fucking soft schedule, especially for the next four or five games. Mm-hmm. And you really are struggling to say your flex? I don't know, man. Chark might be a guy to go get. But even early in the season with those soft matchups, he hasn't really been put. He hasn't really put up good numbers, right? He's only put up one. He had one solid game, right? So it's like, all right. So what are you gonna get towards the end of the season? So usually by mid-season, that's when we we'll understand um, who the players are and what what that team is really capable of, right? So like um, mid-season, you have a new quarterback coming in. So it's like. Have they really had that much reps, that chemistry a receiver receiver and a quarterback needs for that receiver to mm-hmm. put up the numbers that he needs to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a di- it's a different situation between um, 
AB and Tom Brady, which is like the quarterback has already established himself in that system. So now you're just adding an, a, another receiver who also somewhat has some kind of chemistry with that with that quarterback. So now you put a new, um, in terms of uh, Jacksonville, a new quarterback has to get adjusted with that O-line. That O-line has to get adjusted to him, um, his movements behind behind them, knowing that he was in the pocket, outside the pocket. You know, just like chemistry with the entire team itself, mm -hmm. right? So first of all, he has to establish that chemistry for him to get the ball to Chark. Maybe two or three games from today, we can see we, we can see um, that true projection. Yeah, that man, for sure. That, that, that yeah, because I mean, I'm looking at the scores now, man. I mean, yeah, he had two really, really bad games. One, uh, two, basically had two games under five points. The rest, he's double digit, man. I, I think you, I don't know if you could do better in the waiver wire. So if I'm just 11, saying, if you can get Chark for cheap, mm -hmm. it's not a bad buy cheap, no, man. Like, I, look, I dude, that's, you can't get not his production that. on the waiver wire, is all I'm saying. Especially, like, obviously with us, our, our league's really competitive because we play with our work buddies. So it's only an eight team league. But there's a lot of guys out there that the average leagues, I think, out there are probably 10 plus. Mm -hmm. I think Chark might be someone you can buy cheap, especially if you're in a 10 to 12 team league. I don't know, bros. I might, I might try to go get him. I would take Curtis Samuel over DJ Chark. Not with McCaffrey coming back, personally. Yes, with McCaffrey. There he is right there. Yeah, so let's keep it moving, my bros. Yeah, we got about 20 minutes. My bro. We got 20 minutes left. I was going to say the same thing. Let's keep it moving. Let's get so. I mean, we got a couple more things I think we want to get to. So instead of going through all the start and sits that we wanted to get to, why don't we do, you know, start with you, Daryl, your top start of the week. My top start of the week. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> my top start of the week. So, any offensive player that's that's going up, that's, that's playing against um, Seattle versus that Bills game. Great call, I'm bro. playing everybody that game. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if it's <laughs> the second guy up. I'm, I'm just starting because that game's gonna be that game's gonna be a shootout. DK is gonna walk out of there with like 30 points. Lockett 30. Stefan Diggs 30. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen 30. It, it, there's like so much possibilities um, um, with that game. So that game, um, I'm starting every single body, every single anyone player. you can. From Any, that anyone I can play from the matchup, I'll start. I like that. Saints versus Bucks. Yeah, I like that too, bro. Saints versus Bucks. That's gonna be a tough one. Even myself. I have Camara. So okay, that's just, that will give that your first your start of the week. Anyone in that matchup? What about your top sit of the week? My top sit of the week. Let me see. Here I'll say. I was <laughs> so that Falcons Denver game. Just because I didn't trust anyone from the Falcons. Also, that Denver defense, they, they're pretty, they're pretty stout. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying I'm, I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting everyone from that Falcons team except for Julio. I trust Julio. It doesn't really matter if he gets like three, four targets. Those he's he can turn one target into. So in, Todd in, Gurley, sit. I'll sit. I'll sit. Todd Gurley. Yeah. I'll, I'm sitting. Todd Gurley. Uh, Matt Ryan, I do not trust. Um, it's crazy because because Todd Gurley when he's on the field looks good. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why he's not on the field mm -hmm. more. There's times where we watch a Dol uh, uh, a Falcons game. Yeah. And it's like where where is he? Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck's going on? But go ahead, bro. Sorry, it's just uh, it's yeah, yeah. shocking because Gurley looks good. And he's not hurt. Play him. What about you? What's your what's your top stardom? My top start of the week this week, man. Um, ah, bro, there's some pretty wild games. Uh, well, players. Though. Yeah. Um. No, that's what I mean. Like top starts for me, I would go with yeah, same thing. That matchup between Seattle. That's gonna be a big one. But I think let me give you a stop a top sneaky start. How about that? Okay. A real sneaky one because I feel like the ones that like you have your must starts every yep. week. We all a lot. Of, if you play mm -hmm. fantasy yep. football and you're really involved in your league. And you're trying to win. You know the players. I don't give. You don't course, give a fuck who yes. they play. You start them. But I'm gonna give you uh, my top start of the week for sure. Real sneaky one is I'm gonna go Brandon Cooks and James Robinson. That matchup. Mm. That Houston Jacksonville matchup to me is what I'm banking on this week to win my my mm -hmm. week this week. Because James Robinson, his last game, he scored thirty oh, something fantasy points. I wouldn't points. bank on that. <laughs> he scored thirty something fantasy points yeah. this week. The week, and I had him on my bench that week. Mm -hmm. James Robinson, you guys, for for bet for better or for worse, he is the guy there, and he's going to get twenty touches a game. Houston's rank against the running backs is so fucking terrible. So I think he's going to get me like twenty five fantasy points mm -hmm. today. And then also, I think Brandon Cooks is starting to cook. Mm -hmm. As soon as that fucking coach got out of there, um. What's his name? The fucking coach GM um, O'Brien. Holy shit. That guy was uh, almost, you know what's crazy to me? Mm -hmm. I almost feel like did someone pay him to sabotage the Houston Texans for the next five years? Because like the shit that he did, holy shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. I agree. He now Romeo Cornell takes over and Romeo Cornell is giving his offensive coordinator the reins. He's like, buddy, use your fucking weapons that you got. And all of a sudden, 
Brandon Cooks, I feel, is now looking like the reason why they brought him in. Mm-hmm. He's a target machine. Randall Cobb is looking like the Randall Cobb you brought him in for. Yeah, He's your slot guy underneath. It stays healthy. Yes. He is a very, very good one. Another thing that probably a lot He's of people don't healthy. know, yeah, is that um, just based on straight-up snaps, I think it's the last three years, or don't quote me exactly on the stat, but I looked at the stat because I actually drafted Cooks. Funny, I drafted yep. him, dropped him, traded for him again. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And uh, a lot of people think probably the trade that I did probably wasn't very smart because I traded. Uh, I know, I like I, I traded Claypool. Claypool and is too boomer bust for me. That's then. That's the reason. And again, I'm a I'm a bit of a floor play, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I think Deontay Johnson really dictates how much Claypool is gonna get, and he looks fucking great. Yeah, hindsight, that's not a bad trade though, just because uh that 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 um um Steelers offense they were they were ranked like 23rd in the league, mm-hmm. um and also um. Because right now it's their defense that's keeping them afloat. Without that defense, mm-hmm. there were so many games that that they could have lost. But Deontay Johnson's a target machine. That's why I got rid of him, dude. Tar- Deontay Johnson had multiple games this season with twenty when targets. He's in, when he's healthy, bro, mm-hmm. he takes that like that's an offense that kind of receiver wise. I mm-hmm. feel like is the way that Tampa's going to be. Seen. Yes. Okay, that's how I feel like. Tampa's yes, because that's weapons, bro. Mm-hmm. Claypool, Schuster, and Deontay. Spreads the ball, mm-hmm. bro. He does. He's friend then Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. So Ebron, who's starting to get he's starting to heat up. That's you know, so funny. So, Fucking not game one. One like in a in a way a poor man's Tampa Bay. But I agree. They're still just as good. Just I, dude, you're yeah. so right. A poor man's Tampa Bay for sure. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's going to be that matchup today. Brandon Cooks, I think, finishes with about twenty fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he scores. I'm going to go like eighty five and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's going to get about ten targets today because Jacksonville is very middle of the pack against um, the the pass. Um, probably even bottom half. And then, obviously, Houston's really tough. I mean, they're terrible against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got I this guy got this game going over under 50 points. Um, and I think those guys are going to have good fantasy points. I think it's going to be like a 20, you know, 24-31 type of game. You know what I mean? I like it. What's yeah, bro. top sit of the week? Top sit of the week? Top sit of the week. Um, you know what, bro? I'm going to go with sit Ezekiel Elliott for sure. Sit Zeke, You got to sit Zeke. Not against that team, man. As much as I love Zeke, I'm, I'm sitting Zeke. And I almost didn't because I'm like you don't you don't you don't sit Zeke Elliott. A lot of people don't have a lot of other options. We all know how you know we're in an eighteen league, so it's a little different. But yeah, we, you know we're all we have other leagues as well. Like I'm in a two other twelve team mm-hmm. leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a lot of options at running back. Even in an eighteen league, we don't no, have a lot I know. of options at running back. You're so right. To sit Zeke, it, it might be tough. Like what do I'm you do? man, bro. Like I feel like if you got you know obviously another big one for me. Sorry, a bit must start. I think best start of the week is Chase Edmonds. Oh, I picked up Chase my, Edmonds. Took mine away. My bad, bro. I picked up Chase Edmonds last week when he was on a buy. So everybody out there too, just a quick strategy. Um, actually, I learned this from from Jordan actually a couple of years ago when we started playing. Is pick up guys two weeks before you think people are gonna want them. You know what I mean? So I picked up Chase Edmonds last week because he was on nobody's radar. Mm-hmm. Drake got hurt. And Drake's pretty hurt for the next couple of weeks. If Chase Edmonds goes off, they've already been chattering saying that, he you know, he looks like the better running back. Too. Like Chase Edmonds, is, he's not a free agent in my other leagues. He's mm-hmm. been he's on, been on teams, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been an every week starter. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, he's a must start this mm-hmm. week. He's a must start. Against he Miami, has a chance, bro. Good, but I think with, he's their pass catcher. He's mm-hmm. their running back. Down. Like, I think he's going to be there every There's down a back. possibility he takes over, guys. Yes. Yes, and imagine if that's who I get for the rest of the season, the number one out there in, in Arizona, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, so but I'm since, sitting Zeke. So since, since you said Edmonds, I'll change my – that's another one you gave. I'll change mine because we all know I've been high on this guy before before injuries happened, before the season even started, is DJ Dallas. Mm. And I think he has a uh, huge good, game man. against the Bills. My yeah. opponent has DJ Dallas in his lineup this week. start this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know – I mean, you may have other options there. Uh, you know, I think he he would, to me, I would maybe even start him over Zeke this week, like because against against that Pittsburgh's defense, mm-hmm. could Zeke get you 15 points? Yeah, but I think that's on a high point, um, maybe 20. But I think DJ Dallas goes out there and gets you 20 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and yet last week I was close to my prediction. I said he gets three touchdowns, one mm-hmm. receiving, one rushing. Uh, my I was real close in stats wise for that, and I actually and I said three touchdowns, but I actually think he may pull out three touchdowns this week. This guy, he's good. He's elusive. He's a must give, start of the week. I like him. He's going to give you Dal- Dalvin Cook type like numbers. A, a guarantee, you know, not, I feel like everyone is a must start. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's going to start him, but I would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bro. My my sits for my biggest sit for the week. Ah, uh, DJ Chark. People <laughs> might have him. Yeah. you know, in deeper leagues, might have him as their starter. Oh, uh, some might, some might have Minshew out. Yep. Even more of a. I must mm-hmm. sit to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Tony's going to start him. And, Over and Evans, start throw for that sure. And for quarterbacks, whoever's going to start Tua this week, do not start Tua this week. I yeah. do not think you should be starting Tua this no. week. 
Um, against Arizona, I just think I mean, he might throw the ball a fair bit. But you know they have to figure out their running game still. You know I just I do I would not start Tua. Nah, not at all, man. Not at all. But Amari Cooper, one I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about Amari Cooper. Starter sit. I'm starting Amari Cooper, man. Really? Yep. I'm, 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 Let's I'm, go. I'm starting Amari. Me too. Um, he he is the number one receiver over there. He's gonna get the looks. He's gonna get the targets. Um, he can turn one reception, uh, like just like any, just like any receiver, wa- receiver once he can turn one reception, uh, to fifteen points. This, this, this guy, uh, um, what's it called? The Cowboys quarterback. Wow, Jesus, the Cowboys quarterback. Okay, reminds me a lot of Derek Anderson. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gilbert reminds me a lot of Derek Anderson. I don't, just the way he throws, the way he drops back. Mm-hmm. I think. Him and Amari Cooper, I think he knows Amari Cooper's his best guy. Mm-hmm. And I think as a quarterback that's coming into a team where you have want to make something happen, you go to your best that's, guys. You yeah. try and get to your best guys. I think that's what Danucci didn't do enough last week. And I think Cooper had three targets, four targets the whole game, and he didn't target him until mm-hmm. after the second half. I think Cooper should have been more on the short routes, quick mm-hmm. slants. He's the, one of the best route runners in the NFL. You get him in in the open space. He will catch that football. Mm-hmm. You get it in the right spot. He's going to catch that football and yeah. make plays happen. I truthfully think this guy understands that coming from a professional league outside of the NFL. Not to mention he's played on practice squads. He's played in the NFL mm-hmm. a little bit. I think he understands get the ball to your best guy. And I think Cooper's the best guy. So I think Cooper is going to get a fair bit of targets. I think he finishes the day, honestly, seven receptions for about – 80 yards and a touchdown. And a touchdown. I wow. like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah cool, bro. Man. I mean, I, I'm I'm scared of the Cowboys right now. Just overall, but like not just obviously because of the obvious injuries and everything they've had, mm-hmm. but just because it's Pittsburgh this week, bro. It, it's I know, that, their defense pass, is so good, but their man. Pass defense isn't that greatest. Yeah, but their That's defensive their line point. is great mm-hmm. against a fucking just not even it's not even that the Cowboys are bad. They're just so hurt. We're talking third and fourth stringers starting no, all I, I over the place. Judon and those guys, bro, like I just man, I don't doesn't matter who you throw back there this week. It's just tough for me to trust anyone wait, wait. offensively in I the Cowboys. You. But you're right though. I mean, dude, at the end of the day, throw it to your best receiver. Like as to me, it could be a similar situation like I was saying with DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. Bro, Fucking, when you're in trouble, throw it to your best guy. It's Amari Cooper. But period. it's different though. Uh, I want to see more. It's different though. over there in Dallas. They have more than just DJ Chark. And yeah, I know. And that's you're what right. I'm I want to see more from them. I want to yeah. see. Yeah, you have a guy that you're taking from the AAF. Uh, you don't know how he's gonna be. He even if he plays pretty good, mm-hmm. I still want to see more wildcat shit. Like mm-hmm. that shit kind of left the NFL. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It was really big for a while with Ronnie Brown and shit and the Dolphins back mm-hmm. in the day, and it kind of stayed for a little Richard bit. Bush. And then it and then it kind of died out again. I would mm-hmm. love to see them. They have Pollard. They have Zeke. They have CD. They have mm-hmm. so many guys that in the backfield there that can make things happen and, and you know turn things up. And I would love to see them actually do that. We saw it last week a little bit. It was working, and mm-hmm. then they just got 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 away from it. It's like Danucci couldn't throw the ball. Just run the fucking Wildcat all game. Let Zeke just run the ball. I all agree. Game. Like, you know what I mean? Control. Throw Zeke and Pollard on defense, the field at the same time. Exactly. Man. And defense Electric. is playing pretty oh, maybe, damn good, yeah. too. So we, that game was winnable if they just offensively called, in my head, called the damn right place. 100%. You knew, you knew Danucci wasn't yeah, throwing the dude. ball well. Make him throw the ball yeah. 15 times less. I think they win the game. Uh, they control the clock. Yep. They get. It might be one of those ugly games yep. where it's like 18-15, yeah, but I it's know. a win. I know. Because a bunch was, of field goals? This guy was doing, and I get it, he's trying to make things happen, but he was nicking some plays there where he's like, I was like, why are you even throwing the ball? Like, he's like throwing it like oh, this. Oh, buddy, it was so like, bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, it was oh. so bad. He's like sidearm. Come on, man. You were down. It worse than those in practice. Yeah, oh, it was bad, man. It was man. bad, bro. It was like, yeah. oh, that was bad. So, you know, not to ramble, but that to me, Amari Cooper, I people may have him as a top sit. Man, just goes to show how terrible he was, man. He's a starter this week. And I think he actually put some some good points up there, you know, if he can get targeted. Yeah, 1%. Uh, All right, so we got about, what's eight minutes left. Let's try and wrap this up. Let's yeah, go bro. with our, our hot takes. Our hot takes. Hot takes. All right, let's start it off there. So let's go with uh, bold prediction. Let's go, Daryl. 60 seconds. You got bold predictions. My bold predictions. For the day. Let's bold, see it. My bold pred- predictions for the day. We'll each do it. 60 I seconds. say... Antonio Brown is gonna have a major impact in today's in, in today's game versus the Saints, right? Especially the way um, 
Tom Brady was thrown in, in, in the pack of wolves, mm-hmm. um, like he did uh, opening night versus that versus that Saints defense. I feel like the, I know that Tom Brady um, has a personal vendetta against against Drew Brees right now. Yeah, he wants his revenge. It's a revenge game. Revenge, Good call, bro. Revenge Good call game, on that. Revenge game plus um, Tom Brady. Plus Tom Brady and uh, and uh, Drew Brees, they're neck and neck. They're neck and neck right now in all time uh, touchdown mm-hmm. passes, right? So I, this game right here is gonna be there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of shots fired. I, I, AB is gonna come down with two touchdowns, 130 yards, and I'm gonna call it now six to seven receptions. And it's, yeah, so um, I think t- Antonio Brown and and Tom Brady they're gonna have an amazing connection with uh, with today's game. It's gonna I think today's give game. Give some stats, bro. How many yeah, fantasy points? What are we looking? So Antonio Brown's gonna give I would say twenty five points. Wow, twenty five points. I'm gonna go with twenty five points. Tom Brady, thirty three. Yeah, so um, thirty three fantasy points. Thirty three fantasy points, right. man. Wow, you're, that's bold for sure, bro. You heard it here first. You heard it here right, first, man. Up. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Tony, let's go. You got sixty. Thirty five, thirty two. I'm calling out thirty five. Bold 32. prediction right now. I'm gonna go with um, basically what I'm banking on this week to win my matchup. I've got some hella fucking dart throws in my week this week, just cause man, I I'll pretty much my best players on buys and just had a rough week. Um, DJ Chark scores twenty fantasy points. Um, I think. This guy, whoever, I don't even know who their starting quarterback is. This was really bad. And this is where I was bold prediction like a motherfucker. DJ Chark reestablished himself as the number one option. And I think the matchup couldn't be better against a very middle of the pack fucking, um, you know, secondary. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with, that's my bold prediction. I think DJ Chark is a top 15 fantasy finish this week for all wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, I think it's going to make his stock go through the roof. And I'm also going to go James Robinson. James Robinson is going to score 25 to 30 fantasy points. He has 120 yards and a touchdown, maybe a couple receptions in there. But I think DJ Chark and James Robinson will win my fantasy fantasy week this week. And um, I'm going to look like a genius. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's my that's my bold take for, for today, it. man. Love it. Bold. All right. Bold. So, me, I'm going to kind of go off of what I was saying before. My bold take is Amari Cooper does have – a big fantasy day. He puts up about 20 points. He gets seven receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And my even bolder take, and y'all are going to freak out about this, but <laughs> then, you know what? I've seen shit happen before, all right? And I don't know what it is, and like, obviously it's because I'm a Cowboys fan and this, that, and the next, but I actually am probably one of the few people in this world that still believe in the Cowboys, maybe. And I think these Cowboys can take down the undefeated wow, Steelers. Wow, you're fucking crazy. I really think I've crazy. seen some shit before. Are the Steelers I'm with you. Right I'm with now? you. I'm with are you on that. Are the Steelers better right now? Yes. By a long shot. Better. But we've seen good teams, undefeated teams, lose games like this. The last time we played an undefeated team, we played the Saints. No, we weren't supposed to win that game. We won that game. Did we have better players on the field? Yes. But better line, better that, everything. Sometimes okay. that doesn't matter, and that's my take. Go. I like it. I like wow. it, man. I do. I do see the Cowboys. Wow, pulling pulling You're up the fucking offset, crazy. Man. That's my take. Let's go. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a biased fan. I believe it. I I get it. But there's some games where I'm like, you know, no, we can't do this. It, but for some reason, because they're seven and zero, because of the certain things, they're not a weak seven and zero either. Bro, they've been some the, good the fucking teams. teams. They're, they're a strong seven and zero. I've seen some shit before, and if they, I feel like. If the Steelers are going to lose a game and there's a big upset today, it's going to be the Cowboys beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. That's what I think. Wow. Yeah, I do see, we I got do. four minutes left before kickoff. So, yeah. Yeah, I do you know see. what? We should probably wrap this up. Yeah, but bro. But the thing is, with the, with the, cop, with the uh, Steelers, like most of the, most of the games like, that they've won, they've been very close-ass games. But look who they're, look playing, who they're playing, bro. That's what I'm but saying. Like, the, they're not the playing weak teams. Our defense took a turn And last Mike week. Tomlin is, to me, not a type of coach that loses those kind of games, man. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be the type a guy that tells them in the locker room like guys i understand that the cowboys are shit this week but we're all still in the nfl so you fucking come prepared and we leave no doubt like remember the titans look at his games though man they won against the giants the broncos the texans uh the titans okay that's that's bro all those teams that you just named arguably are better than the cowboys yeah they are better than the cowboys but they're not like um super bowl contenders the ravens the rate it's a big win but there's an asterisk on, on the ravens just because they don't have enough firepower. Yeah. But that's not, that's, they're still a good team. They're yeah, a bro. Good team. They're, they're a Super the Bowl favorite. They had last year, but, not a better defense, and then what they went, they went yep. far in the but, playoffs but this, but this is what I'm getting. this is what I'm getting to. The Cowboys, I'm not saying they're as good as those teams, per se, but they they come up a high from last week. Their defense, their defense uh, came, right. came their defense through. They look yep. good. They, they defense Finally. showed up. The new quarterback. 
So I feel like um, they're just playing with different house. They're, they're like, playing with house money I right now. I feel like the unpredictability point. Point, of bro. the Cowboys That's good point. Can, is going to affect the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could the Pittsburgh Steelers, and are the Pittsburgh Steelers supposed to whoop us? Yes. Likelihood of it happening? Hi, yes. Get it. I don't give a fuck. I still think <laughs> we go in there, and with the unpredictability of us, this quarterback can play decent. Mm-hmm. I think we can walk out with the win of this game. I really just, think we can walk out like with I the win Just like I said last week, man, it's, it's in terms of just grown men. We have our egos, right? So we have our egos in check. I'm not coming in here saying, okay, because you're seven and zero means you're a better man than I am. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't give a, I don't give a who, who the hell you are. I know my team have a shot of winning. Yeah. At the end of the day, the, the, the clock start the game clock starts zero zero. All right, it's, so now it's up to us uh, to to take it home. And the Eagles right, game wasn't a prove something game. Okay, no, was it a must win? Of course, they're all must win. Was it a prove something game? No. If they win today, this could mean something. Definitely. Yeah, they it could, I mean, have they could change the tide a bit. At Even least. with that being said, right. that, that gives them another shot at actually make it make it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? so they still it's technically not over. technically they're still not out. So bro. true. As, a joke. As it's actually as it shocking that they can still make the playoffs. All right, everybody. But yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, bro. I love it. I I'm. I loved what we did today, man, um, especially for you fantasy football players out there. I hope that just our opinions and just what we see as far as matchups on the field can help you guys. And the Jets get the first win today. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. But, um, yeah, we're going to be on, like I said, every Sunday. Tomorrow. We're excited to see what happens, you know, throughout the week with our predictions. But, um, everybody, man, thank you for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, man, it's your boy, TG. It's your boy, Darrell. It's your boy, Jordan. Holla, man. We out. We out.